My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. And I had this morning, I had a medicine ball. Do you know what that is? Uh, I don't. It's from Starbucks. You know, I've kind of been having like these allergies. And um, so it's on like, it's not really a secret menu item, but I think a lot of people don't know about it. And basically it's just like a really hot tea with some other stuff in it. I don't really know what. What's that run? Well, $6 probably mm-hmm. at Starbucks. But you ask for a medicine ball and it just sort of like clears your throat and it just kind of opens up your nasal passages and all this. And I know you're a big fan of like secret items on menus. Like what's the thing you get every time we go to Dairy Queen with the girls? Barbecue. Yeah, you try to order something. <laughs> well, I mean, they have it. You Who can order. orders barbecue at the barbecue Dairy Queen? A barbecue sandwich platter. At the Dairy Queen. It's not on the menu, but they have it. This is what you order at the Dairy Queen. You order a braise, braise, braise burger, or you order a hot dog and onion rings or french fries. Okay. When you said medicine ball, I thought you were talking about one of those things that you bounce up and down on. Oh, no. Is I that not also a medicine ball? No, that's like a medicine ball. Like when you work out, is like a ball you lift up and down. Now, okay, I'm going to go on a story here. I always bounced on it when I went to the gym. That's why I thought that it was. I'm going to go with the story. That's why people look to me so strange. Okay, so do you remember when it was all the rage to not like sit in a chair, and you were supposed to sit like on a ball to help your back? You remember? Yeah, kind of sore. Okay, so I ordered one when I worked at Atlanta Magazine, and Lauren and I spent my assistant. We spent like hours pumping this thing up because it came with this little miniature pump and it took like three hours. I mean, it's a huge ball you know, to sit on. And we over pumped it and I tested it out and I fell off of it and the ball shot like <laughs> all the way down like the hall and took someone out that was walking. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. And so I literally sat on it one time and then I'm like, I can't sit on this thing because I'm going to kill myself on it because it would like. When, when did that run? I don't know. I bought it on Amazon. It's crazy. And so then Lauren tried to sit on it and she would roll off. <laughs> Her legs would go flying up in there. It was just craziness. So I remember like we just put it in like there was this one cubicle. You know, there's a cubicle at everyone's office where when like Fred gets fired or leaves, everybody just puts everything in like extra staplers. And you also shop in there. So you're like, okay, like, you know, when someone gets, if you've ever worked in sales and someone gets fired that has a cubicle, you go around, you, you don't even let the body get cold. And you're like, oh, he's got good push pins. Oh, yeah, he's got good clips. <laughs> this is the keyboard I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so you like take all of their stuff, you know, and it becomes your stuff. So anyway, we put the ball in there and then later it just disappeared. And I found it like down in like editorial. And they had like this room where they would all sit and pitch sport story ideas and whatever. And the ball was in there. I'm like, what are they doing with my ball? Like they didn't even ask. But again, I didn't ask to borrow Fred's keyboard. So everybody's got either that room or that office or that cubicle at work. Now there's probably millions of them, if you think about it, because nobody's been back to the office in Be like a six months. Treasure hunt. Seriously. I bet you go back and your cubicles are wiped clean because there was that one person who was like, I'm going to go into the office. It's safe for me to go. And basically what they're doing is just going and shopping in everybody's cubicles. Still in everybody's highlighters. Seriously. <clears throat> anyway, back to the secret thing. We got off key there. Um, so if you are experiencing any kind of allergies or anything, you can go through the Starbucks and ask for a medicine ball and it'll make you feel better. Well, until you have to pay $6 for it.
but still. Well, I hope you're feeling better. Well, thank you. Because you've said now for, I, I've heard probably seven times in 10 days, I think I have COVID. And that's something yeah. that's been a recurring statement since the pandemic began with you. If, if you, I bet I've heard it over a hundred times. Like if you have to go number two, you automatically say that it's somehow COVID related. Like you'll come out of the bathroom and announce to not just me, but to the kids. I just went number two. Okay. Why are you doing this? I have COVID. I have the COVID. <laughs> Everything, whether it's a sneeze. Well, you because just, you get stomach issues with with the COVID too. Do you so get I'm stomach just... issues with the medicine ball from Starbucks? Could that be it maybe? No. Okay, here's how you, but here's the great test that I keep telling you is oh, I, I, I will is. sniff an armpit. I will sniff anything because if you can smell, as long as you can smell, now I won't lick an armpit, but as long as you can smell or taste, you're in the clear. And so I find the most ratchet thing around the house, like a, I don't even know. And I'll smell it like that blanket that Roscoe like cuddles up to. And I'm Roscoe's like, a four-year-old hound dog. Yes. And so if I can smell that blanket, I'm in the clear. Well, you can smell that blanket from... I can. I still can right now. Yes. All right. Your hype song on the way here today to the Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network. So my hype song was from the Rolling Stones. We don't have any stones on the playlist. It was um, Beast of Burden. Um, okay. And it was from the, I love that. That's a great stone song. But it was from the album, you remember those, uh, Some Girls. And it was released in 1978. And I can vividly remember buying this album. And it was the one that had all the pictures of them in different like wigs looking like women on the cover. And it was like almost like little cutout boxes that they were in. Do you remember that? I don't know. 1978. What were uh, you doing? I was in cloth diapers. Not in 1978. If you I was. Her, that explains a lot. If you were in diapers, <laughs> that explains a lot. 74, 75, 76, 77. I was five. Can you not be in cloth diapers when you're five? You shouldn't be. I mean, yeah. I sucked my thumb until I was 17. Okay. There's so much to unpack here. Wet the bed till I was in college. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Have you talked about these things with your person? I don't have a person. I mean, yeah. I have you, but I, I don't have like a well, professional. Well, we talked about it. But like when you had your person, did you talk about it? <laughs> when did I have a person? Like a therapist? Yeah. I don't I don't know that I talked about all that. You probably should have. It's a whole treasure trove. All right. Thank you, Donna. Anyway. Right. So on the way here today. What was yours? Remember um, the song Rednecker, I'm Rednecker, the new? Yes, Hardy. Came out in 2019, Hardy, H-A-R-D-Y, Hardy. And he wears the little, he kind of, he wears like the glasses. Yes. The big glasses. Right. Like you used to wear. Yeah. Well, I'm serious. He has like big, they're like, they're back in, they're cool again. Like he wears these big kind of Were they glasses. cool when I wore them? Yes. Yes. For the sake of continuing. <laughs> the podcast, you're just going to yes. agree. Yes. So Hardy has a song out. He just had an album drop first of September. He has a new song out with Lauren Elena and country artist Devin Dawson. And the name of the song is One Beer. Yeah. And it's just a really cool song that I've been enjoying. It's been out since like February, but his whole it's kind of cycled back around. His whole new album is really good. Um, there's one Broke Boy. There's there's some great songs on there. If you don't know Hardy, you know a lot of the stuff he writes. He's he written wrote, a ton. He wrote, he wrote God's Country for Blake Shelton. Yeah. Up Down. For yeah. Morgan Wallen and Florida Georgia Line, among others. I think he writes a lot for Florida Georgia Line. I think he's part of that Tree Vibes um, publishing deal. Publishing deal, but yeah, I mean, he is a great writer, and the the this is a great album. If you're kind of looking for something new, try out some Hardy. 
Good stuff. All right, we're going to add both of those songs to the Caddy and Donna Hype Song Spotify playlist. Check it out when you uh, are looking for some jams to get some things done. So while we're on the um, music the section. The music portion of the yes. podcast. And, you know, we are a semi-music podcast. We try our hardest. We really do. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we In do. In the case most recently would be Donna. Yes. And you. The Five Sauce Proclaiming boys. that you know anything and everything about Five Sauce, Five Seconds of Summer. And indeed, you don't, including the most basic information, the like members the names. members of the band. Here's the thing. I, I am told this information on a loop, but I think because I'm so tired of talking about it that I sort of, it goes in one ear and out the other, clearly. But I, I we heard, I heard from a couple of people, and I don't know if they were Five Sauce fans or if their kids were, but I did not get it right. So, so you said that, that Liam. Liam. Yeah, that's not right. He's in One Direction. Exactly. Or was in one direction. He, yes. And has was, a solo career now. Correct. So here are the members of Five Sauce, in case you're wondering. I know you've been on the edge of your seat, really. Okay, it's Luke, Callum, Ashton, and Michael. Fantastic. And Callum plays the bass. <laughs> okay. Well, because Charlotte's always telling me that. Mom, he's so good on the bass. He shreds the bass. I'm like, right. what? So there's your correction. There's your correction. Now, we have... Spent some time, past couple of podcasts, on Travis Scott, the rapper in the McDonald's deal. And we also kind of also had a conversation about the Fortnite Travis Scott collaboration. Pod Pete Bo Jackson yes. brought that to our attention. Yeah, so Travis Scott would just appear in the Fortnite game and would basically play a concert. And and if you're in you're you know you're in character, but you're in the game, so to speak, and you could come to the concert. And so it was just like these pop up concerts. So guess who's coming into Fortnite this Friday night? So it would be if you're listening, upload day Thursday, September twenty fourth. This would be tomorrow. Yes. Uh, BTS. Oh yeah. Sing it. Sing us some dynamite, Donna. Light it up, like dynamite. dynamite. And you really kind of came at me when I added that to I the Spotify playlist. You, I did, and it is a good jam. It's catchy. It's very catchy. All right, so what are they going to be offering up? Is it a concert like Travis Scott? or? Don't know about that, but they're going to be debuting some new dance moves. Not music, but I don't some know new about dance the, moves. I, I don't know if music goes along with it, but okay. some new dance moves right. that they have been working on. There was a 72-hour period in the last week when I saw changes that signaled another shift in what some are still calling a pandemic. Coming from broadcasting, media, marketing, it started when I saw Alicia Keys do a performance on Good Morning America in New York City. It was live. And GMA producers social distanced, uh, social distanced the crowd by putting them in vehicles. It was genius. In front of the stage. Guess who sponsored that? I bet some car company. I don't know. CarMax. Okay. I don't know if they. Provided. That's fair. I didn't know that. I didn't pick I up know. on that. That's very smart. I don't know if they provided all the vehicles. I bet they did. It was really. I mean, that was. I bet of, they did because it would be hard to get all those vehicles in and parked. When you don't want like jinky vehicles, especially if start. you're CarMax. Yeah, exactly. You won't. No, those were their vehicles, and I'm sure they spaced them out a day yeah. prior. It was very smart. So they wouldn't have to deal with all the traffic coming in and and watching the clock and knowing she's going live and if people still have their. Yeah. Whatever. And as someone in sales who would sell the back of your shirt, yes, I think it is like, before. it's genius. It really is genius. And, you know, that was such a hallmark of GMA, Good Morning America, was the um, concert series that they did in Central Park. I mean, they would have huge names. 
So I know that they have struggled because they they had that they have that lineup put in probably a year in advance because it's tough to get those slots and how they book them. So they've been doing some different things where they did a, you know, one of them was from home or I don't know, something like that. But you're right. This was the first time where they had kind of gone outside of the studio and attempted to do something normal. And this was Alicia Keys Street Week. Yes. She has a new album out. Yeah. And because we are a music podcast, you've heard us talk about Street Weeks before. And that is when an artist drops a new album or project or whatever it may be, but they go on this media blitz for a week and hit every single talk show, hit every single uh, media outlet, whether it's even, you know, online, which those type resources have now just as much, just as many eyes as, as some of the shows that these people go on. They go on podcasts. So when the pandemic hit, Street Weeks went away because there really wasn't a way to you know, there was a time period when nobody was booking guests of any kind, but especially those playing music. And it really kind of, there were some albums that didn't do as well as they should have when they released, even delayed during the pandemic. So this was the first time when I went, okay, this is, this is different. Everybody's in cars, but we knew that the street week model was not going to come back. In old form. Just wasn't going to happen. Kind of like concerts. Not going to happen. Concerts are going to come back, but they're not going to be at these huge, massive sheds, outdoor amphitheaters, and, and venues. It's just not going to happen for a while. Everybody's got to change. And, 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 and there's the word again we hear, pivot. So there was the Alicia Keys thing on Good Morning America and the return of a street week for an artist with some tweaks that we all knew uh, to expect. Another sign coming from a music background that made me go, okay, you know what? Things are turning a little bit is I have a good friend who is a touring artist. He's a country artist. And we saw him Saturday night at a music event here in town. And the night before he had played a show in Nashville, full band. uh, I'm sure a socially distanced crowd or at least a reduced number of tickets available for the event. And this artist was telling me that he had 130 dates on the books between April and October. That's fair and festival season, which is where many artists pick up a big bulk of their money for the year, playing fairs and festivals. He told me he's hoping he gets in 11 shows before the end of the year. Out of 130? Out of 130 that were on the books. He's well, hoping that he gets to 11. One of those was last weekend in Nashville, so he's down to 10. Well, and you think about like in our market where we are outside in Atlanta, just say the Atlanta market, all the fairs have been canceled. Both of the big fairs out here, you know, and, and, and that was it was kind of sad because that was always a you knew fall was coming when literally the coming country fair, which is an area of town where we are, and also um, the North Georgia fair or even the Georgia State Fair in Perry, you know, that was always like, oh, my gosh, fall's here. So you're right. Those are small turns. I also want to say the event we were at Saturday night before you add us, we weren't at a huge concert because that's not coming back. We were at a very, very small um, private event that an artist came out and played for. And, and even that was the tables were really far apart from each other. And I forget, I have to tell you, 
I always forget because I'm such a hugger. And the particular artist that you're talking about, we haven't seen in a long time. And I like went to hug him and he was like, oh, good. Someone's still hugging. But you just don't know if someone's a hugger. They're not a hugger. Are they a fist bumper? Are they elbow? Are they, uh, you know, it's just there's so many things. We've talked about it before. Are you a mask wearer? Are you not? Do you have to wear your mask right now? Can I take mine off? I don't, you know. Oh, God. It's a lot. Things are changing. I'm excited about it. I think so, too. I think it's a good thing. The only negative thing that I've seen is I did see on the news in the past couple of days is that there are two towns who have canceled Halloween. Well, the CDC is recommending it now that you're not doing trick-or-treat. And the crazy thing was there were these two people, I think one of them was like in New Hampshire, where they had built these elaborate things to like shoot candy to kids. Like one of them, it was this long cone, literally. And this woman was like sliding candy down. She was doing an example of how you could do it. And then the other one, I'm sure you've seen it if you're on social media, it's a ghost that comes down a zip line and brings the candy to the kids. It's like, really? We have to cancel Halloween altogether? Is that necessary? I don't think that it is. Yeah. Well, we never we never really did the the ding dong come to the door thing anyway. We just left our candy. Well, because we were out with our kids. Well, that I just didn't want to go to the door. But we would leave the candy in a, a huge bowl. Cauldron. On the front porch with a sign that says, take what you'd like, but leave some for others. I usually did something cute. Like, don't be greedy. You're not that needy. That or that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Or that. I wonder if you could just put it in a cauldron and then you wouldn't have to hand it to them and yes. spray it down with like Lysol or something. Yes. I'm all about less interaction. Well, I'm not, but I just don't think any child should ever miss Halloween in general. Well, there's been a lot of things, though. In 2020, that we've all missed because we had to. But Halloween? Yeah, Halloween, Don. Halloween. Yeah. All right, you have been giddy about the reunion of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston during a table read that was done for charity for the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I think I have watched this video. I was trying to, you saw me that I was trying to figure out how to hook it up onto my TV from YouTube. I think I have watched this video. Probably a hundred times. I'm not even kidding. Here's the thing about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. If you grew up and you're old like me and you grew up when the movie came out, it was everything. It was everything. Like, I think I saw that movie 20 times in the theater. I've never seen it. Oh my God. Who has not seen Fast Times? <laughs> there's Times a generational gap you forget about. But do you understand? I don't like, remember the checker- queuing up. I don't remember queuing up the Stones on on my dad's record player. But I mean, like, do you understand? Like, checkerboard vans came about because of Jeff Spicoli, Sean Penn. Who was played by Sean Penn? When you think well, of but, Sean, but in the in the the table read was uh, Shia LaBeouf, who was just high. Oh, what a mess! As can be, could have watched that twenty times. But, I mean, the whole thing, it was just this take on high school that you were just enamored with. Like, And we had all of those cast characters in my school. We had the surfer stoner guy. We had this guy that we all hung out with that was like the ticket dealer who had all the tickets for all the concerts, like Ratty in the movie. I mean, just it was just everything. Everything. So, And then, so you take my fa- one of my favorite movies of all time and you combine Brennifer. And it was just unbelievable. They were divorced, what, 2005? Yes. So they all came on on Zoom boxes, and Dane Cook had put the whole thing together. And it was a fundraiser for CORE. Yes, which is um, um, 
Sean Penn's charity. It's not a charity, but it, it's it's for Foundation, right now for yeah. COVID-19. Uh, Sean Penn was here in Atlanta, in Alpharetta, in North Fulton County, maybe two, three weeks ago, because there's a deal that uh, the county has with Sean Penn's organization called CORE to provide COVID-19 testing in North Fulton County. Uh, it's a coronavirus relief effort, but all of the money uh, went to CORE. Well, and so Dane Cook had been talking about and Dane's this. Dane's a comedian. He's a comedian. He was hot long. Didn't he date Jessica Simpson for a while? If, like, where did he, where's he been? No, that's, where did he come? that's Johnny Knoxville, I think. I think. No, Dane Cook also. I don't know. That part. Put a that, Google on that. Okay, I'll put a Google on that. But that was the one that surprised me. I'll tell you, Dane Cook surprised me. Right. He where put this he whole from? thing together. Yeah. But at any rate, it, he had been talking about it forever. And so um, that they were going to do it. And so basically it was a table read. And originally they were going to do it around a table. And then, of course, that didn't happen because of COVID. So they were all on Zoom boxes. And they only, they did certain scenes from the movie. And what was funny is you knew the people. So the people that were involved with Matthew McConaughey, Shia LaBeouf, um, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, who Jimmy Kimmel narrated it. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel played all the characters that nobody wanted to play. That's what was so funny. Um, there was tons of people. Uh, I think was it was Remy Malik in it. Anyway, it was great. But what everyone came to see was the interaction between Brad and Jennifer. Here's a clip from the table read, and set this up, Donna, because I'm not familiar with the movie. But from what I can gather, someone is pleasuring themselves. Okay. Yeah. How else do you say that? They're they're alone in their room <laughs> with themselves. They could be playing Fortnite. Maybe. Okay. So yeah, Phoebe Cates played one of the. Um, it's a, it's a famous scene. Phoebe Cates was the girl, and then Judge Reinhold was um, in the room, and she kind of interrupts him while this is going on. So, so Brad Hamilton is playing with his stick, mm-hmm. playing Fortnite, and Linda Barrett. Who was played by Jennifer Aniston comes in. You're, uh, comes in. You're also going to hear Morgan Freeman, who narrated the, um, like the information that's given between scenes, what's happening, what's going on, that kind of stuff. Brad, do you think you? T- the Dave dream evaporation. We see a real life began with an interior Brad bathroom angle on Linda's face in the doorway of Brad's bathroom as she watches the sight before her. Angle on Brad trying to cover himself and act nonchalant and keep his back turned at the same time. The words barely escape his mouth. Wait, just a a minute. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I I did not know anybody was in here. Linda turns, goes immediately as if she wants to forget what she just saw as quickly as possible. She closes the door behind her. Doesn't anybody knock anymore? And that brings us to our second break. So, so good. Also a lot of talk about Julie Roberts and her reaction from her box on the Zoom, or I think it was Facebook Watch, Facebook Live, something. But uh, when they go to Julie Roberts, who you went to high school with at Campbell High School here in Smyrna, yeah, Georgia, just, I, yeah. her reaction was that of just she was giddy. Yeah, kind of well, like you've been. Well, because again, I know this is I know I know because I I don't know her now, but I did know her that this was an, a movie that we all kind of grew up with, and I think she is really good friends with Brad Pitt. I think she's probably good friends with Jennifer Aniston too. But it was the first time that they had been back together, and just you know, for them to be playing off each other. The beginning, he says. She says, hello, Pitt. And he says, hello, Aniston. She's like, how you doing, honey? And all of them, Matthew McConaughey and Julia and even Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was giggling. Like he was giggling. Now, Morgan Freeman, he did not have a file for Shia LaBeouf, though. Let me tell you. 
he enjoyed the whole thing. But then when Shy would get on there, he it was almost like he if he could have rolled his eyes because it was just crazy town. And well, Shia, he was high. He well, was literally. Well, he was though. Well, he, he was playing Spicoli. Right, but he said I smoked about seven joints to get into character. <sighs> okay, we'll go there. You can say that, but I think he would have smoked seven joints if he'd been going to the Piggly Wiggly. Seriously, or to go play video games at Main Event Fitness, or what is it? not Main Event Fitness, but uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. You know, like a Chuck E. Cheese or something. Yeah, place like that. But but he chose to use his seven joints to when participating character. in this charitable table read for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's so good. You can pull it up if you if you know, if you've seen it or you've heard people talking about it. You can pull it up on YouTube. Um, or I think it's still on Facebook. Um, you can pull it up there too, but it is, it's really good. Really good. Prices remain high at the grocery store. How many times a week are you going to the grocery store right now? And the biggest challenge, Donna, is trying to morph that into your list of, uh, now going back into the work world or your kids, you know, I think there are a couple school systems. I know there are Fulton County included where a 17-year-old daughter, Olivia, goes that are getting ready to roll back into some sort of face-to-face learning. Yeah, it's difficult right now. we got band practice going on with Olivia. Uh, Charlotte's in school face-to-face. So everything, you know, spoke earlier about the street weekend and artists and about how the pandemic was changing again uh, because of all this. And I think in a very positive way. I also, don't at me, believe that face-to-face learning is a great way for the kids to get back in to all that they need, including the the, the social angles. Well, I think we're back in parent week. You talk about street week. We're back in parent week where you're kind of back into, and and you, it's a hard landing because listen, when you've been home and you've been working in your pajamas and you know, your kids are eating cereal for lunch and then everybody, yeah, we'll just grab a pizza or whatever for dinner. It's, it's hard to get back into that. And so that's what makes dinner affair so great is they are always available. If you keep them in your freezer, again, you can order, any size meals you want, you can order for whatever your family size is. You can order if there's only two of you and your kids have gone off to college, but you just don't want to eat crappy stuff or eat out all the time. Um, and you can order any size meals. You can do six, you can do four, you can do 12. There's no contract. That's what I love. You're not signing up for a long-term thing. Every month, you're going to pick your meals. You're going to pick your delivery date and you can edit it from month to month. Maybe some months you need more meals and some months you need fewer meals. Two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed, free contactless delivery in Atlanta. Dinner for does ship nationwide. Uh, there's no contract, money-back guarantee. And this, regardless of the dinner fair meal package that you choose, your first order, a very generous offer from Dinner Affair for your first order at uh, $30 off when you enter the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. That's CADDY at checkout, dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. I was talking to a friend the other day, and they've done a bunch of painting in their house, and they had ordered a couple of pieces of furniture, and they have been sitting. This piece, I went over to see her the other day, and I said, let me see these new pieces of furniture. She's like, uh, she took me on the back porch, and she said, there they are. I said, there's eight boxes. She's like, that's the furniture. So her husband doesn't have time to put it together. Wait, what is it, though, about this furniture that comes in these big boxes? Because I even saw Rob Gronkowski who's now with the Tampa Bay Bucks, but I saw him and his father on a video. But something Trying he put something together. Donna, it was like 10 boxes. It's insane. And I'm like, if Rob Gronkowski can't and it. his father can't do this, you can't. then I, I, don't have a, I don't have a chance in hell. Neither, neither does anyone else. Because first of all, it, it takes a half a day. You know, you've got to open the boxes and then there's all that styrofoam and the stuff that comes out. The packing and the packaging stuff. and all that stuff. And then you've got to lay it out. But Only, who does that? Like, <laughs> like what... Who does that? Like 
what like the big box retailers or is this like an ikea thing ikea or? costco if you're buying anything from you get any your of those furniture places, and boxes wayfair okay gallery furniture you visit there today in gainesville and donna is going to help you load up your stuff in your truck so that you can take it home the day that you visit they can also schedule deliveries they have huge delivery trucks they don't mind putting them on the road at all if that's more uh, beneficial for you and they're not going to schedule it's not going to be uh, you know eight weeks we'll what? have it there in, it's a special order eight weeks no if you find it on the floor gallery furniture in Gainesville you can have it uh, that day it's also going to look like what you saw in the showroom and that's a huge thing right now is everybody's buying everything online because you can't go into stores to see it well galleries open so that was the other thing as my friend said she said what's driving me really crazy is I don't even know if these are going to work but once my husband puts this together that's it it's as is there's no going back <laughs> so she's like even if it doesn't work like I'm not getting anything else because there's no disassembling it and putting it back in the box. And you think we're kidding, but that's a big deal. So you can literally go to the showroom today, pick out what you want, measure it, see if it's going to fit in your house and have it in your house tomorrow. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Financing is available. Something for every room in your home. Great, good looking furniture that's going to uh, be with you for years and decades at huge prices to gallery furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for Donna or now ask for Marilyn, Donna's daughter. On the podcast, we can say shits. Well, can we? She went, she, well, I mean, we can, <laughs> but is that, that just get us the E rating? We got all this way. I bet we got it before this. Point. I see Carl with his red marker. Yeah. <laughs> Taking notes. Uh -oh. E is for explicit. <laughs> um, so when watching the Emmy Awards, you may have noticed that every time host Jimmy Kimmel said Shit's Creek, and that was many, many times. Oh, my gosh. Because they swept the comedy category at uh, at the Grammys. They won for at best. The Emmys. Thank you, Donna. They won for best writer, director, supporting actor and actress, actor and actress, and comedy series. That's unbelievable. And they had never won an Emmy until the other night. Every time Jimmy Kimmel said Shit's Creek, the network insisted on putting the logo up on your screen. You may not have noticed this, but they wanted to make sure, and they didn't do this for every nominee and every winner. It was only for Shit's Creek. And you know the logo? It has like the dollar sign. Yes. They didn't play the clown music, as our 17-year-old right. daughter Olivia calls it. But they wanted you to know how it was spelled. Exactly. And that it wasn't being used in an improper way. So the following day, Monday after the Emmys, when all of the morning show shows are talking about it and the late night shows are talking about it people were concerned about losing their job if they said shit's creek on the television broadcast here's a montage of a creek whose name we can't say on morning tv can't say the name on tv but it involves the creek now we're not sure if we're allowed to say the name yeah our boss told us we can't say can't the name of the show. Renee didn't want to say the name of the, the, the TV show. Not really. She doesn't want to get in trouble. That is spelled S-C-H-I-T. Yes. Still can't say the name of the show that swept. I can't really say the name on TV, but uh, Creek is in the title. It's the show that sounds like Splits Creek. We're talking about uh, S Creek. S Creek is so good. Never seen Blank Creek. Can I say the name of the show? That's from Jimmy Kimmel Live, Tuesday, September 22nd. And it's a great show if you haven't watched it. We've talked about it quite a bit in this podcast because we discovered it right as we hit Shit's Creek. <laughs> right. Right after I got fired in yeah. July of 2019. The show, we it was on our radar. We were aware of it, but we never watched it before. 
And we thought, you know what? Let's check in. We need a comedy. We need a comedy right now. It's 22 minutes after commercials are taken out on Netflix. Yeah. And we loved it. I wound up binging the final three seasons. So if you feel like you have missed the Shit's Creek boat, I I have great news for you. Netflix has announced that they're going to stream season six, the final season, starting October 7th. The final season, Donna, had already aired in Canada. Here in the States, to get that final season, you had to do what I did, and that is transfer from Netflix to Amazon Prime and pay for the season, which was 18 bucks or something, which I was happy to do. Right. Because the show was that good, and I couldn't wait. I knew that Netflix was going to get that sixth season, but I didn't know when it was going to be. And I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a kind of an impulse guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've had a lot of people say to me too that know that we're fans of it. I tried it, and I just I couldn't get into it. I will tell you, you have to get in a, a few seasons, and I know that sounds crazy, but um, it it I don't want to say it starts slow, but it it kind of you're like, where is this going? But by the time it ends, that final season, so good. And it's the just the character development it's on this show with Daniel Levy and Eugene Levy, the father and son combo behind Shit's Creek. And then the do- Dan- uh, Eugene Levy's daughter played Twyla in the who, cafe. Who's in the in cafe the floor, if you the watch trop- it? Tropical, tropical Flora yes. Cafe, whatever it was. So, even better news here in the States Comedy Central. Mm. is going to start to air all six seasons on October the 2nd. Yeah, it's really good. And I wondered, what's the connection here? There has to be a connection. And when you look, there often is. Um, Viacom CBS, which owns Comedy Central, also owns Pop TV. Which is where it started. Which is where, not in Canada, but here in the States, that's where they originally started to air the series. And it was kind of a sleeper series. Oh, it was. It was. It wasn't even like The Office or something else where it was kind of a cult phenomenon. It's been a slow build. It is. But people who knew about it always raved about it. That's how I st- I turned you on to it. I'm like, everybody's saying, you know, not, not everybody, but I've had a lot of people who know what we like to watch and they're like, you should really we watch this. know the this. situation that we were in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just a lot of laughable moments. The uh the character development, but the the lines and and the the, the wardrobes and oh, costumes over the top. Um, well, and ultimately, at the end of the season, at the end of the series, um, and I know they talked about this a lot on the Emmys. It really, truly is a series that is just about love and tolerance and and how you treat people um, at your worst and at your best. So it's it's really good. Check it out and Comedy Central, starting October second, they're going to air five episodes every Friday. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a commitment. That is. Even to Comedy Central, that's yeah. a commitment. Uh, yesterday and today, Justice Ginsburg will line repose at the Supreme Court tomorrow, which is, uh, if you're listening on upload, uh, upload day, tomorrow is the 25th of September. Uh, Justice Ginsburg will line state in the U.S. Capitol, and she's going to be buried uh, next to her husband at Arlington National Cemetery. Now, President Trump will be in Atlanta tomorrow on Friday, and um, he has said that he will announce his nominee Saturday at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, RBG, your thoughts? I have a lot. Um, well, a couple of things that I just think she um, 
you know, I, I was thinking about this. Like I've said to you a couple of times, like it's, you know, I know I say this a lot in the podcast. We do have two daughters. We also have a son. Um, we have a 21 year old, a 17 year old and a 14 year old, two daughters, the youngest. And then our son, Will is the oldest. And I've thought about this a lot because I've said to a lot of people having two girls, having two girls, I really believe the legacy that she left is just unbelievable. But really it's about just having humans and, and being, being a part um, of society, you know, did she have incredible things that she did for women? Absolutely. Well, some of those things were you were allowed to, women were allowed to have their own checking accounts and their own yeah. like credit and debit cards. Yes, yeah, her what she did was she helped make changes that gave women the right to open a bank account without a man, have credit cards in their names, have a mortgage without a man's signature. How crazy does that sound right now sitting here? You know, where in plenty of homes, women are the breadwinners. So it seems so crazy. And, and I think when people read that, sometimes they're like, wait a minute, are you sure about that? Yes, we're sure about that. But I think the most amazing thing about her was just her spirit and tenacity. You know, that like she, these workout videos, I mean, she was, it was hilarious. Like she. I'm not familiar with those. Yeah. She would pump iron and. RBG. She, yes. She lifted weights. That's why a couple of times, like on Saturday Night Live, when people have done like funny takeoffs on her they have there it'll be like doing the weightlifting and stuff because she she was very active and she was brilliant and she worked you know up until her dying days and you could never count her out you know she had been sick and had had some really um close calls where you know people thought something was going to happen to her and she came back and she kept working and again do i think that she was incredible for women absolutely certainly a role model for my daughters and I do think this is one of those cases, almost like a John Lewis, where you really need to remove politics and just realize what this woman, what this human being did for all of us, um, and especially, obviously, for women. But it, I, I just, I, I don't think it has anything to do, what happens next has everything to do with politics. Her life shouldn't really have anything to do with politics. It's just about an amazing woman and an amazing role model. Her most or her, her biggest wish reportedly was for her successor not to be announced until after the 2020 presidential election, well, election in general. The reason why there's such a volley going on right now but between Republicans and Democrats about Trump announcing a nominee on Saturday afternoon at five o'clock is because it's less than a year, it's inside a year when Obama was president. And if you remember, it was 2016 and uh, uh, Justice uh, Scalia passed. And the Republicans at that time said, you know what, let's not fill this position until after the 2016 election. And everybody said, okay, fine. Well, now the Republicans are saying, let's go ahead and fill that position before right. um, the presidential election in 2020. And that's why you see uh, Lindsey uh, Graham. Graham and, and, you know, going back on his, his words that, and I say that only as a Republican, I say that only because there's video of him out there saying that. Mitch McConnell, I believe as well. Have you seen the video on TikTok of Mitch McConnell falling up the stage? I, I mean, listen, I am, you know how I love a good fall video. 
And the fact that it was him makes it 100% better. Donna. I'm just saying. Did I say that out loud? Donna. I mean, I love a good fall video. I do. I do. I'm sorry. So she uh, was appointed by Clinton back in 93, I believe. Uh, only the second woman. And she will be, did you tell me this? She'll be only the, the first woman to ever lie in state. That's correct. That's correct. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg from RBG to CBD. There we go. More for your Mondays. Buy one item. Get another 50% off every Monday in September. And your final Monday is going to be this coming Monday. I for you. love a buy one, get 50 off. I love it. To anywhere. buy one item, get one 50% off at the hemp pharmacy. I love it anywhere. I mean, who doesn't want to save money right now? So um, we were just in there, I think last week, we were doing a couple of videos with um, Christy and Richard. And they've got you know, just a lot of new product in. I was, um, some really, some, I hate to say this, but some of the product is kind of pretty like the, the, the packaging. Yeah. The packaging. It's so, you know, it's, it's just really, well, it's not like something you would find at a corner convenience store. Yeah. Again, there's just nothing seedy about it. And, um, there were a couple of people that were coming in and, you know, looking at stuff and talking to Christy and Richard about, you know, how, what they needed and what they were, you know, experiencing or, you know, and again, if you are familiar with CBD products, which we know so many of you are, what we're asking you to do is um, maybe switch over because they have their own hemp pharmacy brands that you may be able to get for a little cheaper. And then they have different brands that maybe you haven't tried yet. But the great thing is the reason it's spelled farm, F-A-R-M, is everything is naturally sourced and they can answer any question that you have. If you are not familiar with CBDs and you've heard us talk about it and you're like, I keep hearing them talk about it and I, yeah, I think I might want to do that. It's a great time. No time like the present. And they will help you. They will talk to you. They will guide you. And you can start with something as small as a gummy that you maybe, you know, take once a day. I mean, who does just want a gummy bear once a day just to have a gummy bear? But um, try it out and just see, you know, how it works for you. And then you can start looking at different ways to use CBD from tinctures, from roll-ons to Again, pet treats, smokables, smokables, bath bombs, you know, lotions. There's a lot of ways to use CBD products. When we were visiting with Christy and Richard in the store, um, there were people that came in that were seasoned CBD uh, users. And then there were people that were coming in with a lot of questions. Newbies. And and that's okay, too. If you have questions, that's what they're there for, Uh Christian Richard started the hemp pharmacy on Wimward Parkway in front of the Home Depot because they had a vested interest in CBD products and they had both Christian Richard had both seen relief after using CBD products. I've been authorized to give you a massive first purchase discount from the hemp pharmacy and uh, I'd love to share it with you because you're going to save huge. And to do that, reach out to me on social media, send me a direct message. You can also reach out on the podcast voicemail or text line at 770-464-6024, and I'll share that code with you immediately, and you can start getting relief later today. And I think you've been 20% given, off. I think you've been given, like, Christy's personal phone number. They said that. You know what? We had the conversation we were visiting. Yeah. You know, when you have those people that have a lot of questions and, and are, are, are new to CBD and, and just want some answers before they proceed, Christy said, give them my cell phone number. So they yes. can call me direct. And if I'm not in the store that particular day, they can have a conversation with me. And last thing, that ma that massive discount, it, it also applies to people who do not live in Atlanta. We've had a couple people reach out to us that, you know, listen to the pod from different places. You do not, if you're like, gosh, I wish I was near a hemp pharmacy. You are. You're listening to the podcast. So all you have to do is reach out to us and we'll get the product out to you.
Free edible. When you mention my name, no purchase necessary. American made, third party lab tested, locally owned and operated. The Hemp Pharmacy in front of the Home Depot on Windward Parkway. The Hurt 911 Injury Group is a team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics all over Georgia. And here's what they care most about, and that's to make sure that you are okay physically, emotionally, but also financially. If you've been injured in a car accident, you need to get the medical treatment and documentation that you need to receive maximum compensation for your personal injury claims. When you are the victim in a car accident, the Hurt 911 Injury Group focuses on giving immediate medical treatment and taking it to the justice system to get you the compensation you deserve. 1-800-HURT-911. Don't live with accident injuries. This elite team of personal injury doctors and lawyers are ready to help you. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. The Hurt 911 Injury Group. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. Let's check the uh, mm. number, Donna. 770-464-6024. Messages, whether voicemail or text, come directly to my phone as I refresh. This always makes me sad. Well, don't be sad, Donna. <gasps> Today, we have some pod peeps on the podcast text voicemail. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's, let's not read them live. Let's, let's look through them. Uh, I heard you say you love Star Crunch. Easiest recipe ever for a party snack. To make a Star Crunch? Box of Little Debbie Star Crunches. Uh, break or cut into small bite-sized pieces. Put in a bowl with powdered sugar. Uh, you had me at powdered sugar. Cover them with powdered sugar and shake. You had me at shake. Place coated pieces on a tray and have toothpicks to grab them. So yummy. Okay, we're doing that today. Thank you for reaching out on the text line. Hannah W. from Buford. Mm. Hey, Caddy. Glad you're back with your second act. I have a question. Did you ever have a hard time transitioning into a relationship with Donna? I couldn't remember if you were divorced or not. Well, we need to set all this straight. I can't either. Hang on. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so sorry. I'm asking because me and my boyfriend have been together going on four years in April. And uh, it's and he is having a hard time after his divorce with himself. And it's kind of hard on a relationship. Hannah, thanks, Cadillac Jack, for sending us to Hemp Pharmacy. No, thank you, Hannah, for Buford. Well, I will say this. Thank I you. I think that uh, because we were friends, and we've talked about this on a previous podcast, we were friends for so long. We were almost like best friends, and we were kind of going through divorces at the same time. We were leaning on each other a lot to uh, talk about things that were going on. Um, it, I think it was harder for you because I, I mean, obviously, I didn't have I didn't have children, and Will was very young. So I always wanted to be respectful of stepping into a relationship with you with a child who was so young because I really it was very important to me because Will didn't live here, what I didn't want to happen was our relationship to supersede the time that you needed to spend with Will, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I will tell you from the beginning, it was not, uh, it was not like we were traveling and we had at that time we had the money and the time because we didn't even have custody of Will to go and do great things. But our dates, as we've talked about before, consisted of riding the roads to Tennessee um, back and forth, staying in, you know, you know, some nice hotels, but some not micro so nice. Yeah. Spending time on the road. Um, what, but we've always said this, it really allowed you and I to get to know each other because we would drive sometimes two, three hours with no music on 
just talking about, you know, everything getting. How'd you get me to do that? Talking? Yeah. I don't For like know. three or four hours at a time. Well, you were enamored in the beginning. We weren't like old and crusty and been right. together forever. Thank you know you, what I mean? Thank you for your. Um, but but let, let's answer Hannah. let's, for let's Hannah. answer Hannah's question. Well, okay. the point is, is that we kind of jumped in without knowing, um, you know, what was going to happen. But I do I my my advice to anyone who is getting into a relationship with someone who has a child or children is I also think you have to realize that there's a lot of times you're going to come in second, third, fourth place, depending on how many kids the person has. And you have to be OK with that. All right. OK. Did you feel that way? Not at all. Okay. But but I think the worst situation is if you're dating someone with kids and then you give that person who has kids a hard time for spending time right. with their kids. Okay. Well said. Katie and Noonan. Uh hey Caddy, just listen to the episode. Please tell Donna I'm with her boar's head is precious and shouldn't be fed to Roscoe. Seriously. Truth be told, I only buy boar's head for myself and the kids get Publix brand. Oh my god. I love that. I love this. Please tell Donna she can have her own crushed ice machine. I got a small ice maker for my birthday that makes turd ice. That's what we call it, turd. Uh, but is it is the same ice as Zaxby's and Chick-fil-A. Hope you all have a great day, Katie in Noonan. And she actually sent a picture. I want her, that for my turd birthday. Machine. I want that for my birthday or for right. Christmas. Yeah. So Boar's Head is not for training not. training your four-year-old hound dog, turns no. out. And, but, and actually, but would you be okay with Publix brand? Yes, absolutely. Really? Well... I mean, I think we need to go one better, the prepackaged in the, and, and I'll tell you, um, Richie reached out and they do not train. In fact, Richie reached out to yes, you, they officer do not, Richie yes. reached out to you and did not include me in this community. They do not, they do not train the canine dogs with boar's head. Well, they treat them with like, train them with tennis balls. And kibble. I got to do better than that. Okay. Roscoe's not going to do anything for a tennis ball. Not after having boar's head. No. Reach out to us. Voicemail text line is 770-464-6024. Please include your name and city so we can give you a proper pod peep salute. Social media channels. Let's connect there at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget, you can holler at Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. And the most recent episode of my second act will begin to play. So you can tell me to perform while you're lying in bed. We have a small. Ew. We have a small ask of you three things. Uh, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up, including a brand new episode of Caddy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider that will drop this Monday. Rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod and show our sponsor some love. And they include the Hemp Pharmacy, Windward Parkway, in front of the Home Depot. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. 1-800-HURT-911 and DinnerAffair.com. DinnerAffair.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of our weekly e-letter called The Letter. Hit your inbox for free Saturday mornings at 9.10. Subscribe by texting left on red. All spaces, no, no spaces. Uh, and the letter is red, R-E-D, left on red, to the number 22828. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Get new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Part of the App and Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.